yo, 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 you already know who it is. It's C-Money, giving you the hottest defined news from the eyes of a DJ and the mouth of a burger. It's Wednesday, September 28th, and we're eating. Let's get it. is only bowl land baby let's go moon only obviously i hope you know i'm kidding this is not the strategy of c money but we did say we were buying i mean when did i play the pump it up song the pump it up song really was the bottom signal we went down the next day but since then it's been up only very cool to watch but of course, you can't lose your head about this stuff. I mean, hey, we were wrong all the way on the, we were wrong all the way down. So, <laughs> that being said, we've got a wild one for you today, folks. Let's get on into the NFT news. Coming in at number one, we have the Board Ape Yacht Club. Same old, same old wash trading bs but the 24-hour volume today was up 75 percent compared to yesterday because yesterday they only had a million dollars in volume number two is CryptoPunks with 1.4 million dollars in volume number three is the doodor nft with seven hundred thousand dollars in volume not quite sure what chain that's on it's not on eth i'm pretty sure very interesting. So that's the top three NFT, top three traded NFT projects of the day. Looking on chain, we have Ethereum coming in at number one as usual with $10 million in volume. Solana is 
not even a third of that with $2.7 million in volume and flow. Still quite far behind Solana, even further via percentage-wise, and Solana is to Ethereum, Flow has $575,000 in trading volume. So, pretty interesting to see. Immutable X is just creeping out the door. Flow 2 is coming at number 4 with $531,000 in volume. And then a BNB chain with $421,000 in volume. Those are pretty much the top players. Quite frankly, those are the top players. I don't know why they don't include near in this list, but hey, whatever. So the top sold NFT was, of course, a Bored Ape. It is a new punk. Well, it has a new punk blue background. I'd almost say it's a navy, darker navy. He's wearing a sailor short, short, a shirt, but he's bored. And he's got laser eyes. He's pink and he's wearing a fez. <sighs> the fez is a throwback to the Ottoman Empire. Very, very, very sketchy reference, but we're just going to move on. Please do your research about the Bored Ape Yacht Club. Not cool. That being said, they equate for the top 11 sold NFTs today. Speaking of the top ones, that top one sold for 132.24 Ethereum. At today's market prices, that is $176,000 in trading volume. So no cheap amount. Now, talking about all this money gets me riled up and we can finally go into the market information. So we have $158 million, which isn't that much considering. I've been looking at the chart, guys. It is a dumpster fire. It's up. It's down. It's 19000 It's 20000 It's back to $18,900. It's, it's going up and down like a seesaw. And so it's just, you know, it's good if you can just hit those zones. But then one of these times, it's going to break out of the zone, and that's Glassnode just came out with their weekly recap yesterday, and they said, kind of confirming technical analysis that I've done, there's not too much liquidity in the zone between 12000 to 18000 So if we lose the zone, we're going down quite a bit. But it's also interesting because it goes the other way. There's not too much liquidity, looking at the on-chain metrics, from 20,000, or I should say like 26,000, to the 40,000s, the 36,000s. And so it's going to be a quick, quick pump or a quick dump. <laughs> you know? We kind of predicted this when this, and I would, I really, when I say this stuff, look back at the dates and check. But I said, we'll know if this is the bottom if we have a long, basically period of slow downward movement and we kind of saw that not necessarily this bear market has not been nearly as bad as bear markets prior and that's what makes me say I wouldn't be surprised if we see one more move back down to 14k 
right? I, I wouldn't be surprised. That being said, I don't want to get greedy because I know that whichever way we do go, it's going to be very quick, as it usually is with Bitcoin. I mean, it, usually these moves don't happen slow, and so it's important to be on the case quickly, or at least at least have some money involved in it. So looking at some top trades today, we have a long on Ethereum. 1.32 million USDs <laughs> is long. Oh, sorry. Something just something just threw me off. But they're long at $1,280. Good price. Looks like we also have another Bitcoin long. 1.74 million or 92.6 Bitcoin at today's market prices was long at $18,774. Very interesting. We also have a short, though, coming in quite a bit ago, early early this morning. $2 million, $2 million in Bitcoin, or 105 Bitcoin was sold and went short at 19239 and so we have a lot of liquidity, like I've been saying, in this zone. But once we break out of this zone, it could get pretty nuts. Now, like I've said before, and like I'll say again, I like these prices. And the, the more we stay in this range, the more bullish I become. And so even now, I'm not necessarily completely bought into the narrative as I definitely keep saying, and so I know I play all this music of like, oh, pump it up, and it's a joke. You know, we're definitely hoping, we're like, it's all like a funny joke, but um, I like these prices, and I like the prices a little bit lower. But the Rothschilds actually bought into Ethereum last April at these prices, 1400 to 1200 range. So, Huge investment bankers have been buying in at these prices. This is a lot of big people's cost basis, and that is actually what it's showing on chain. That's kind of what the whole Glassnode report was about, and that is a whole new story in itself. I always recommend everybody to please, for themselves, go check out Glassnode and the free resource they provide that is their YouTube channel, and also all the free resources and charts that they have. Another really cool tool while we're on the topic is Dune Analytics. Dune.analytics, you can just Google it, and it's an open source information dashboard. And it gives you all types of different charts, and it actually gives you the ability to make your own charts based off of data on the blockchain. And so the possibilities are endless, and the community is there, and it's, it's just very cool. It's very, very cool. All the information you can find, and you can find some real alpha on there. That's how I found a lot of, back when we were covering all of the government, or sorry, government, the company, NFT projects, that was usually where we'd find them from. A lot of alpha is on Dune Analytics. But getting into some of these news stories, the U.S. has declared war on cryptocurrency. What the heck? The U.S. government has taken a serious 
stance by escalating actions over the last year to regulate. Okay, so this is just a. Whew. That made me nervous. Look, guys, from what I see, I broke down the documents. Okay? I broke down two of the three United States Treasury documents. And so when I see articles from thecryptobriefing.com come out and say, the U.S. has declared war on crypto based off of no relevant news. All the news came out last week. That's bullish, right? That's super bullish. And I don't think, what I was kind of getting to earlier, I don't think that anything is going to get passed this year. Quite frankly. I mean, I could see Joe trying to maybe pass a crazy big bill just for his legacy. Every president wants to do that. They want to have at least one thing they get done. But maybe for, for Joe Biden, it should just be marijuana legalization and he can get those cards and call it a day. I think I think that would be the, the best way for Biden to exit quietly. But this is just my thoughts. Um, I don't think that there's going to be any meaningful impact on the cryptocurrency legislation especially when we have fed now basically we talked about how give me a drink of water real quick i'm getting into it basically the federal reserve is going to give banks pools of public money so that way or, or pools of private money excuse me so that way people can send money from bank to bank instantly and they can basically just assume the transactions are valid via optimistic rollups. It's kind of interesting because they're using like part ledger, uh, ledger technologies and some almost Uniswap vibes. So the main thing though is that I don't see any meaningful legislation being passed with the vocabulary they're using in these bills and the future rollout of FedNow in quarter one of 2023. That only gives them like another year to really make something. And then they have to see if FedNow works. And clearly they're introducing FedNow because they don't want to introduce a central bank digital currency unless they absolutely have to because they could be in the dilemma where they basically separate their currency and we've seen what this happens. This happens in the past. And basically, if you have a separated currency, you have half of the liquidity going to one pair or 90% of the liquidity goes to one pair and then one pair gets less liquidity and it's a dumpster fire. So a lot of interesting stuff going down in the U.S. market via cryptos. Some other news. UK investors have turned to Bitcoin as the pound have weakened. New data shows. Now, we've been seeing FTX release GBP BTC. We've been seeing a lot of very interesting things. I mean, the guys down in Australia, another island continent, I guess, a little island, a little island whatever. Um, <laughs> they just announced their central-backed digital currency plan. And so I kind of want to break that down a little bit because even that is a false headline, and I'm completely against those. I'm 
really quick, I just think the news that we know today, legacy media, is stripping away the knowledge that Americans can just get the information themselves from the government website. And so I'm very careful with the way I try to title things. I don't try to hype things up. But Australia is releasing their plan. Their central bank digital currency plan. But it's it's really more of a research experiment. It's going to be on Ethereum. So that is why it will be E-A-U-S-D. A-U-S-D Aussie dollar. And so... um. It'll be interesting, but at the end of the day, it's all backed by the Federal Reserve. So all the 90% of security and this and that, they're still going to have KYC restrictions. There's still going to be a bunch of redonkulous jump-arounds. But I think it's interesting to watch FTX go into this market. Binance is kind of starting to go into the euro market because... Right now, the American market is saturated AF, and they need to go into Mexico. They need to go into Canada. They need to go into all these different places. And so that is exactly what is happening, and it's interesting. It's, it's very, very interesting. So it looks like El Salvador, they're hanging on. They're hosting a non Profit Bitcoin conference with attendees from over 30 different countries. Now, this is something I've been thinking about for the past couple of weeks because these guys have been buying, 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 and the Federal Reserve warned them around March that they should not be buying all this Bitcoin. They said, amidst you know future financial conditions, we do not recommend that you be buying Bitcoin. Sure enough, two weeks later, Bitcoin crashes. Over 50%. I don't know how El Salvador is still remaining. I guess, I guess, I guess it's still remaining alive and functioning is because usually that money would have just been corrupted from, or would have just been stolen from corrupt politicians and now it's just getting into a Bitcoin treasury. So very happy to see that at least. So listen to this bullcrap. Charles Hoskins, the Cardano noob, anticipates flood of VC money coming for coming for Cardano by 2024. If you say things like that, if you say things like that, you know it's a red flag. Okay, okay, the guy. Don't follow people like that. That super super dangerous. It is. It's dangerous. Because other projects think they're okay with it or whatever. It's, it's just not. So the UAE minister just acknowledged that the United Arab Emirates just acknowledged that the future of crypto lies firmly within the mainstream financial system. I mean, we all know this. We all know this. We see it. I mean, we're reading the documents, guys. So we're super bullish, and we're super happy to leave you on this beautiful Wednesday. I hope you're having just as great of a day as I am. 
I have to go and still break down that third paper. I was extremely busy last night. My due apologies. But we're still going hard. We're still making bangers. And we're still doing our thing. Let me know what you think. You can always email me. Web3TVPod at gmail.com But I'm way more active on Twitter. You can find me on Twitter at Soggy Margin. S-O-G-G-Y-M-A-R-G-I-N. If you have any questions, just feel free to ask there. Well, that's going to do it. From all of us here at Web3TV, I'm C-Money. And don't just have a great day. Have a DeFi day. Peace. Hold on, hold on.